baby, baby, baby. You took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. You ended up in the woods like you never thought you would. Because every time you see a movie about a precarious situation, you go, there's no way I'm going to end up in a situation like that. But then you decided to go over that hill. You tripped. You fell. You kept rolling. You kept rolling. You kept rolling. You hit your head on a rock. When you woke up, you realized that there was a little wooden door there with one hinge off. You walked through it and ended up in the sausage hut right here again. Adventures in audio stupidity with me, wrapped in bacon, here for the taking, pee popping, panty dropping, Johnny Kilbasa, bringing it hard every time. Just for you and just for everybody else. Yeah, I'm the guy from the Mark Aram show that you may or may not have heard at around 11.40 p.m. on some nights when you're driving down I-20 through the middle of town or down 75 through the middle of town or up Georgia 400 and you realize that there's six lanes of traffic that, I mean, to six lanes of road and nobody's on it and you realize what a beautiful beautiful road it is when there's nobody on it but then you wake up the next day and you try to come down georgia 400 with four million other people that wanted to move to the northern suburbs because they wanted to have kids and buy a house that they can't afford and now you're stuck in traffic on georgia 400 south listening to mark aram in the morning doing traffic reports going how the hell is he on late at night and early in the morning too he's gonna drop dead one of these days thank you very much that's what i think And what else I was thinking is we need to get back to part two of El Chapo, the El Chapo Chronicles, because he was here and we had begun a discussion about the video crack game Monster Mash. And this may or may not become a recurring theme throughout my podcast as we talk about our goal to find the person responsible, the person or people responsible for developing this beautiful game. And to get them on this podcast. So if you know anybody who programs video crack machines or knows anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody who programs video crack machines, please get in touch through one of the various methods of communication on the internet between your ass and mine. Beep. Let's just get right back into it. Johnny Kilbasa and El Chapo talking about Monster Mash. It shouldn't be that long. And if you don't know anything about Video Crack or Monster Mash games, it doesn't matter because it's going to be fun to hear. And then next thing you know, you're going to be looking for Video Crack machines and seeing if Monster Mash is on it. And then you're going to start playing it because we're going to give you all the tips you need to be a great Monster Mash player. Although you're not going to probably not going to score 223,000 because I don't know if anybody on earth can score 223,000 Monster Mash. That's the gauntlet thrown down. Here we go. That's what looks like. Hello, guys. No one's there. Skywalker's not here, but the force is strong in this. But I do want to talk about what we came to talk about here. Or actually, you didn't. I didn't know you were coming. But now, since you're here, I'm here. We got to talk about our lifelong journey mission that we have to accomplish. Here in the sausage hut. If you're going to be here, I'm going to put you to work, and we have we have to scour the globe. Now we have uh, we both share an affinity for the video crack. Oh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah, so we we both love the video crack machines at the bars 
where yeah. you go and you put your money in and they've got 30 different kinds of games that you can play. They've been around forever. They've gotten a lot better in the last few years. You know, you want to play your card games, you can play your card games. You want to play trivia, you can play trivia. And no, it's not gambling you don't get tickets you don't get money well why why would you even want to play a game if you didn't get something from it i don't know you know it's just fun well i wouldn't play because if you just ain't gonna play man i ain't spending money on that if i can't get no money back man you know i want to get some money or at least get some house money if i decide to play y'all don't play people (laughs) just don't play it then exactly there's a particular game on there, Chapo. See, that it, that rises above the rest, and it's a game that you happen to be. I for I'm going to say, probably the best Monster Mash player in the in the country, at least. Um, so the game is Monster Mash, and it's on the video crack. And I think that you have to have a certain version of the video crack for it to be. Uh, on there because it doesn't seem like I've I've seen video crack machines all over this country, and some most of them don't have Monster Mash on. Monster Mash, that's the game. Tell us about Monster Mash, Chapo. What what? Explain the game. Well, the Monster Mash is you are a first person shooter, and you have to go into these places. Now, Monster Mash revert, refers to the the targets basically. And that's Monster Mash. Is the Transylvania Twist a part of this? They forgot it, but I think they still respect it. because the, the game used to be called the Transylvania Twist, and now it's the Monster Mash. There's a lot of speculation that I think that was probably just thrown in there because of the song. Whatever happened to the Transylvania Twist? I, it got lost. I mean, it was... Oh, it became the Monster Mash. It was the rage for a while, and I remember seeing it, and I, I didn't... Okay, know. let's set the stage. What? Okay, where are we? Where's the setting of Monster Mash? Monster Mash, we're we're in a... We're in a... How would you call it? An abandoned high-class area, and uh, there's a mansion there. A mansion. There's a big mansion there you're outside you start out outside of this big mansion yeah we're we're talking probably like mid 1800s it's got a graveyard in the front it's of got it. wrought iron it's got every it's got everything you would want in an old mansion for it sure. looks like yeah except scooby-doo and the gang that are about to come out i mean it looks like something straight out of a scooby-doo yeah cartoon. you're just waiting for those meddling kids to come out and just ruin everything and in any other case uh, you know, Farmer Zuckerman would have gotten away with it. And that's true, actually, in this game. Mm-hmm. So you start out, you're the person. You're the person. You're scoping out. You, you, you're kind of, at first, you come in like a, you know, a, an underpaid real estate agent, and you walk up into this wrought iron gate, and there's a, there's, you know, there's tombstones in the yard. I mean, obviously, this is a, at some point, it was a family that was very well to do. They could bury their own right in the front yard. Yeah, they like to keep their ancestors keep them close. Near, yeah, keep which them, is keep somewhat them. odd. Now that I, I didn't really think about that, but oh, yeah, yeah, keep them You've close. Got a keep them freaking safe. cemetery in your front yard. Yeah, you know, Gandalf could pop out any moment. So you know, keep them close, keep them safe. So and so you once you get in, you know, kind of the uh, front area of the estate, you know. Actually, before that happens, you're given instructions 
save the hunters. Now, the hunters are these young, well, basically, you know, Scooby-Doo kids. You know, they're they're on their stipend. They they don't really have to be a class, and they can. Uh, they ended up at this haunted mansion. They well, at first, I think they went and visited the Ghostbuster because they uh, they are carrying some kind of weapons, and they're and they're wearing jumpsuits. They're wearing jumpsuits, bright orange jumpsuits. Some of them are wearing some blues, but uh, you know, there's one girl. I think there's like three or four guys. Um, obviously, you know, it was a drinking game at first for them, and then it got serious. So they stumbled across across this. They got there before you did, basically, and they're trying to hunt down, you know, uh, goozy gremlins and whatnot. And they, I think they probably get in, they probably get in over their heads because they're surrounded literally by Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, a, a Dracula, a skeleton, a bare bones skeleton, like right out of Ray Ray Harryhausen. Uh, the stop animation guy, Baron von Munchausen. I didn't see that movie, but I'm I'm gonna make it a point oh, now. I don't. Supposedly, there's a mummy. Wait, yeah, yeah. They they show a profile of the mummy in in the pregame, and I've never seen a mummy. Um, they never pop out. They never pop out. I wonder if it was actually in there, but it's there's just a bug, or the people who made the the splash screen didn't know that there wasn't supposed to. Well, be you know what? As you were referring to earlier, the different versions, I. Maybe this version didn't get it that we've been seeing. That's know. one of the questions we're going to ask when we finally come to the end of the mission. Yeah, because there's about. no mistakes in this game. There's no mistakes, and that's one of the beauties wait. We'll of get it. to that. We'll get to strategy. Okay, let's okay. let's lay the groundwork first. So what? we're outside of the mansion. You've got some young people in bright jumpsuits that showed up before you did, and the house is full of monsters. But there's supposed to be like six, and then there's somebody else that's a. It's got some sort of fisherman's hat on that I don't think they show either. Some sort of ghoulish. I don't know. Person. Yeah, I don't know if that's like the zombie version of like. Uh, they never show up either. The scarecrow from right. the Wizard of so Oz. So the concept of the game is you shoot. You have to essentially save the the Ghostbusters, but you got to shoot the monsters. Yeah. I, just to clarify, the ghost. Well, this is, we won't call them Ghostbusters. The monster hunters, whatever, they pop up like they're gonna pop you. So it's kind. It kind of reminds me of like uh, law enforcement target practice, where the targets pop up and you don't know if it's gonna be a civilian or the bad guy. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So this is per. This is really perfect training for that Ghostbusters. Sort of thing. <laughs> Ghost, yes, Ghostbusters. Just and especially with the girl because she has her hair pulled back. And a lot of the monsters are kind of balding themselves. If one She's of got a, pigtails. If I pop any of the busters, it's always her. I hate her so much. Okay, so so the the concept is it's target practice, and you have to. In, in it's a touch screen, so you touch the screen where the monsters are to basically to, to shoot a ray at them, like a, a death ray, I exactly, guess. Exactly. So you shoot a death ray at the monsters and they pop up really fast. And, but then also these kids pop up too, but you don't, you, you don't want to hit them because you get penalized. Yeah. You get, you get penalized. That's your biggest penalty. If, if you kill one of the, the ghost hunter kids. Yeah, yeah. And you're going for points and you get about a minute 
I think, to score a certain amount of points. Right. You are time-limited, and the more efficient you are in your your killing of the monsters, the faster you're going to proceed to the next screen. And you get more points the farther away they are. Yes. The perceived farther. Yeah, if they're in the foreground, I I can't remember, maybe you get five points. If they're in the middle ground, you would get an extra five points. And if they're, like, way in the background, like, we forgot to mention, there's flying witches and banshees. Oh, yeah, I forgot about and that. And they tend to start off far away, and if you can hit them while they're small and far away, you're going to get exponentially more points as they get closer to it's you. It's not it's, exponential, but it's a more. I was thinking, about, I was thinking about the mortgage I'm never going to have, but anyway. Um, <laughs> El Chapo doesn't need no mortgage. El Chapo. Let's hear need- the theme again one more time. It's electric. Down there, I swallow yeah, the fly. Well, no worries, my Skywalker's not there, but the force is strong on this. Can we do that? Okay, there it is. There it is. All right. <laughs> awesome. I I had that music custom made, and I, I I don't want to be a bragger mouth about it, but that was kind of cool. It is pretty cool. It's good that, that anybody who goes anywhere. As you, like you do or I do, you should have your own theme, theme song. Yeah. I have my own theme song when I walk into a room. Now you have your own theme song when you walk into a room. I I have a theme song when I'm brushing my teeth. Actually, it's like it's like a wrestle. It's like wrestling. You know, you're whenever you walk in somewhere, they should play a theme. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing something meaningful, and then, then when you kick somebody's ass, then you when you walk out, they play it again. Exactly. Or you know, maybe the remix version. Yeah, or a different part of it, or the the guitar solo. And honestly, sometimes the remix version, I kind of think it's pretty cool. Remixes just aren't what they used to be. Uh, You know, it's there's not as many uh, serious practitioners. I feel like of the remixing. Yeah, but that's just my two cents. I never heard some good remixes in my time. Uh, Yeah, you know what? All I know is that. No one's gotten on my board, but uh, oh, there's a little bragger mouth in El So Chapa. he's talking about the board. When mm. he's talking about the board, he's talking about the high scores. The high scores. And we we were lucky this, enough to get. This is what I want to know about. Right. This is when I my the board I've got up. Can anybody come close to this? Right now, we've been lucky enough that they haven't reset the high scores on this board on, on this video. Usually the video crack guy comes once a month, empties the machine out and resets mm-hmm. all the high scores, which really irritates the crap out of me. Yeah. But I could see the philosophy saying, well, you know, we want people to be able to get their names up because they come here and they want to play for fun. But where we go, it's like, no dude, we're out to set these high scores and we want them to stay here. I don't want some schlub off the street just coming in and thinking he can play monster mash. We want everybody to know that it takes 211,000 points, which I can't even get. So, I keep saying so, damn it. 211, that's awesome because I remember when that was a really big score for me. About and the highest score anybody can get. What's your high score? 223? 223. 200, something, something. 223, 6. Actually, I took a bunch of pictures. Well, I've got the photo. But that's the beauty of the age we live in. We can just put your phone up and take a picture of the scoreboard but but you know i I guess that's one thing too that i loved about the game because like you said you know the change guy has got to come through he's got to collect his dues and then he clears the board and i remember when i had a crazy high score of 214 plus and i thought man he just erased that that's crazy yeah but i had taken a picture of it but even then i was i was pretty bummed about it 
But then I came back and all of a sudden I'm in the 220s. And I kept averaging high teens, some low 20s. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was March 223. And ever since then, I mean, I've posted in the teens. I mean, I've, you've seen it. i got a 211 board going on. But that 223 is just like uh, uh, Mount Everest, as, as we sometimes joke about Everest. We'll take a shot of the board and then our you know, we'll just say Everest, like, you know, Everest has been conquered. It is. It's Mount Everest. And, and w- wouldn't it be great if there was a society of monster mashers out there somewhere? I'm pretty sure there isn't. I, there might be. I so want there to be. I so want there because it's such a zen game, too. As much as it's, you know, if you can go just call it a simple first-person shooter game, but the the amount of, like, attention and zenness, if if I can say that, it takes to do these shots to do them efficiently and to stay consistent you have to go into your you have to go into the happy space yeah happy you have place. to yeah it's kind of like you know hut here now okay listen if you're a first person shooter uh, fanatic and that's what you play you wouldn't you're not going to be impressed with this game but no this game no. is old school in the way that it's one pursuit of perfection it's not an open world game where you're having contests no this is one specific game played in a very d- finite amount of time and your job is the pursuit of perfection and if you add on top of that that it's a touch screen shooter game so add all that simplicity and then also say oh but you actually have to interact with the screen and make your mark with your hand. Boom. Yeah, and you have to. And, and another thing is, there's a only a, there's a certain window of sobriety where you can't you can't keep up because the bar is so high. You pretty much have to get it early in the night if you're going to be there a while because you start playing, you start mashing after a few beers. You know, you know. I, yeah, I have a sweet spot. I have a sweet spot. I there's I a window. I can't be. You know, I can't be plastered, but also, you know, I've tried playing it completely sober, and it's, I overthink the shots. It's over- like pool. There's a pool window, too. Exactly. Between, like, three and six drinks. Yeah. Or maybe, no, between two and six drinks. Yeah. Two and five drinks, maybe, because before that, you're a little nervous. After that, you're too drunk. Exactly. Exactly. You, you'll start overthinking, and or you're going to be just, you're going to be flat out sloppy. <laughs> Absolutely sloppy. Like this, uh, oh, Geelong Cats are up 91 to 72 over the, I'm going to say, Adeline Crows. It's just Australian rules football. I just think it's amazing. I understand about maybe one-tenth percent of the rules here. but We're going to talk about Australian rules football in some when when you come out here next time. But well, let's get back to Monster Mash because we haven't I haven't proposed or I haven't, you know, said what we the mission that we have to undertake and failure is not an option. Set out the platform. Monster Mash was somewhere along the line. Monster Mash was created by somebody. It was created. Maybe it was a team of people. Well, I can't find anything on the internet about this game. That is beyond crazy. I've heard that. I think it was made by JVL, and I think JVL is from Canada, okay. and I think JVL like is in receivership or something like that. 
So who knows? How do we get a hold of those engineers? That's what I'm trying. That's I'm, that's what I'm laying out here. This bring is them, our mission. Bring them to the Tiki Hut and let them explain it's themselves. It's the Sausage Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It what, may look like a Tiki Hut from a distance, but that's just the camouflage. Well, that's what I saw. You didn't see all the kielbasa hanging from the clotheslines outside? Uh, well, once I got into the grilling area, yes. I love the grilling area. I'm working on that. The sm- well, the... the- Oh man, those pits! Are... That's right. Yeah, that's right to the left of the smokehouse. Did you make those yourself? No, I hired it out. Amish. Oh. They're cheap. The Amish. Okay. The Amish. They did killer work. So that—that's our goal. That's the present. This is—that's what we're out. That's what we're up against. We're, we're looking for the people who, or persons, or people who made this possible. Yes, they, I want to know enhanced our lives to such a maximum that I—I I don't know how many drinks I'd have to buy them to to just show my gratitude. Well, okay. So what the, our goal is to get that person or those people on this podcast, and we're gonna have. You know, we've got so many questions to ask them. Oh, my God. You know, a oh specific God. strategy. And we didn't get much into strategy, but there's certain times, you really specific places where you apply certain strategies to maximize your points. Absolutely. You, uh, I do it subconsciously. I mean, I can think about it, but when I'm playing the game, it's all I'm not thinking about it. It's just intuition, gut feeling. I know it works. I want to know why. You know, why they say don't hurry too much. You know, sometimes it's better not even to play. I, I try to play as fast as I can, but sometimes that works against me. I want to know what the penalties are for going for bonuses as opposed to just one at a time. I mean, I want to know so many things. Right. I, I want to know how many pixels per it takes before the points decrease by one point. I want to know why a certain amount of you know, monsters come out versus so many mashers come out on a certain level. And it happens. I yeah, notice and it that changes because I, I shoot fast enough. I can figure it out. I'm like, why am I not being fed enough? Or why am I being fed so much? Yeah. Is it random or is it based on your performance? Cause I swear if you're perfect, they'll keep feeding them to you. But if you hit one buster, then they just start throwing busters at you. Mm. It's or, or it's just random. And I'm thinking that I'm thinking it's random. Because I I've done I've done amazing shooting on some of those on those, those levels and you know I get to the I'm getting out of the basement I see like oh I've got one thirty eight one you know one hundred thirty eight thousand something whatever and I know I shot one hundred fifty thousand why did that happen I I want to know what I want to know that answer yeah I do too and it's really it's a great game. It is. It's 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 just straightforward brutality, first person. And it's yeah. And it's five. What is it? Four minutes at the most. It's four minutes. Maybe four and a half, five Maybe, minutes at the most. Yeah. yeah. And That's the great thing about those video crack games. Oh yeah. Is they, they all last that long? It's a blink of an eye. Yeah. Blink of an eye, and then instantly you know: Am I on top of the world, or am I? You know. And it's specifically designed to get money out of your pocket. You oh, know? absolutely. I want to play again. 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 I've played, I probably played more pitchers in that game than I drank. Yeah. But that's also how. That's why you get up in the morning and go chop, 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 El Chapo. Chop, chop, chop. And then I go mash, mash, mash. Yeah. You got to mash. 
If you're gonna chop, you're gonna mash. Yep. No ma no chopo, no masho. Go ahead, man. Alright. <laughs> Gotta do it. Keep the commentary going. You can shut your mic off. Or take it with you. Take it with you. Don't piss on the mic though. That's El Chapo. And this is our mission to find the person. And I just imagine it's some, you know, 80 year old Japanese man that lives on the top of a mountain who, at one point in his career, decided to make Monster Mash. And he realized that the Monster Mash game was his life's work and it was the best thing ever created. And he took it to the thankless management idiots above him and they said oh thank you for this average game we might put it in our video crack library and he said oh they do not recognize my genius i must retreat to the mountains and just think about the mash so now we got it we're gonna we might have to go to japan and climb mount fuji to find whoever programmed monster mash and I wonder if, uh, you know, I, I what I hope it doesn't happen is if it's just based on some other game that they just threw a different skin over, you know, like, oh, well, we programmed this other game and pretty much just changed the pictures and now it's Monster Mash. I'd be really disappointed. And I guess there's a bigger picture in all this and, and that's the the approach to designing video crack games because there's you know there's a lot of specificity there's a lot of technique and there's a lot of things you got to do for those games because they all have to be over fast because that's what they're designed to so they're all short games as opposed to fallout 4 that you know is an entire world don't wash your hands (laughs) i just filled up the soaps today (laughs) Use the banana leaves. <laughs> There's no oh goddamn tiki. <laughs> El Chapo is in the house. He's he's a little stumbly. I don't hate it. It just fucking reminds me. If there is an engineer, I don't know what you call the game designer. Whoever did programmer. this, programmer, programmer, programmer. So I want to. I feel like I've done admirable above and beyond the call of duty work putting in time effort i won't even speak about the money i put in this game but if i've got a high score of 223 one is that amazing and two what is the if you were at let's say you were let's say you had a computer program play this game what is the most possible highest score they could possibly get what could you do after 223,000 plus points and that's it from El Chapo (laughs) off you go into the night young man off you go